Guess what, beautiful people? Acting is the art form of life. And I'm pretty sure I've been studying it my whole life. I'm Ann Purvu. I'm a professional actress and journalist. I love the creative arts. I love learning and I love imparting what I learned from this incredible, collaborative, connective medium. And when you study people for a living and appreciate academics as much as I do, you collect interesting life lessons worth sharing. Things I wish they taught in school. Like how to think, not what to think. Understanding our emotions by accessing and harnessing our inner resources. Finding that personal voice, our spark, and the confidence to share it openly with the world for all of our greatest benefit. So I created Pet Magazine, a digital wellness magazine geared towards inspiring youth to do just that. To put some pep in that daily step and make a mindful, positive lifestyle a priority. Pep Live became the next logical step. Welcome to the Bouncing Up Place, a weekly forum where we engage in meaningful conversations that educate, empower, and elevate. An open, safe space to be who you are. This completely interactive, judgment-free zone recorded every Soul Sunday on my Instagram Live account with anyone that wishes to participate, share, and learn from one another with kindness, sensitivity, and curiosity. Today's episode unpacks one of the most essential sentiments in all kinds of relationships. Trust. What do we mean when we use this loaded word? In a way you've never thought about it before, we are breaking down trust in the seven steps scientifically researched braving method by renowned social researchers and one of my personal faves, Brene Brown. Featuring live hit questions from young voices all around the world, answered in this special extended Soul Sunday discussion. Are you ready, sparklers? Let's pep life. That's how he knows everyone. That was Bones by Win Republic. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Soul Sunday, my beautiful friends. Thank you so much for joining me to talk about meaningful things. I see returning faces and I see new wonderful people that I've been waving to throughout our introduction song. Uh, because today, my wonderful friends, we're going to be talking about something that you ask me a lot about. Uh, that's right, Booyard847, all the positive vibes coming your way. <laughs> and whether you're joining us here on Instagram Live at Ann Purvu or on twitch.tv slash thepetmag, which is our PetMag channel, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your willingness uh, to engage in meaningful conversations every week. And like I was just about to say, this week we're going to be talking about trust. My aim with doing these Soul Sundays has been from the very beginning to talk about things that not only matter to me and that I've learned over the years um, as an actress, uh, from my experience as a journalist, things to impart with each other, uh, things that uh, are actually worth talking about and sort of uh, highlight uh, the best qualities that we can impart 
to one another as we go through this beautiful journey of life. Um, but I also wanted this to be a platform where uh, you get a chance to hear your voices and share meaningful things from your perspectives from all over the world because we've got voices here from Canada, from Brazil, all over the states. Look at this. Mexico, uh, Spain, Italy, my beautiful friends, Romanian friends in the house. We have voices from all over the world and so I wanted to create um, and use my platform as a space for you to feel uh, safe, to express yourselves. Um, and to learn from one another. And today, what a better thing to talk about than trust. This is something that uh, we not only engage in and talk about and relate with one another in all types of relationships, but I also feel like it's such a big, big, big word, a big concept word that, that sometimes we get lost in when we relate to one another in relationships. And so I found this incredible breakdown by a wonderful, wonderful social researcher by the name of Brene Brown. If you guys don't know who she is, you should check her out because she's incredible. She's a published author. She's broken down uh, for us the concept of trust um, in seven wonderful steps, which, by the way, I so happened to share earlier this week with my wonderful friend Melissa Malati in another program that we do here, right here on this channel called Tea Time with Ann and Mel. And if you have a chance to take a look at some of those perspectives, uh, please do because it's on our channel right now. What I aim to do with these broadcasts is, um, first and foremost, teach each other about the value of emotional intelligence and how-tos, break it all down so that we can take emotional intelligence uh, tips into our lives and improve our relationships and our understanding of both ourselves and each other. Before I even delve into Brene Brown's incredible breakdown, uh, shoot, why is my, darn it, my iPad just died. That's very exciting. Uh, it's because I don't charge it and I'm not very good at charging it, but there were some thoughts that I wanted to share with you that were shared uh, with me through Instagram uh, by some of our Pep Squad community members. Uh, once again, thank you so much for all of your uh, opinions uh, prior to our broadcast because I always love to share what you guys think and then the best part is seeing where we end up at the end of the hour-long conversation, you know, starting with a certain premise and then um, seeing how we evolve in the conversation and what we take away from it. The value of any interaction is what you take away from it, truly. And so whatever speaks to you, whatever you find interesting um, is what matters. So. I'll tell you what I found interesting uh, about uh, Brene Brown's research. And again, she, she focuses very much on uh, huh, vulnerability, courage, and the concept of shame in most of her research. And she has been incredibly influential in helping us uh, not only understand how all of that impacts, you know, relationships that we have in everyday life, but also how it impacts our knowledge of ourselves and and how we uh, conduct ourselves in life. And um, if you ever watch her, t one of her, t her TED Talks, her first TED Talk on vulnerability, was um, one of the most watched, like top five most watched TED Talks of all time. So if you don't know who Brene Brown is, just type into YouTube, Brene Brown vulnerability, and it's a must-see, that particular talk that she did. I personally found it not just enlightening, but I related tremendously, and it sort of changed my life in a way because I, I, I was able to accept parts of who I have always been as a human being in a not just from a hey I know intuitively this is how I am 
but uh, from a scientific perspective, you know, and a research perspective and being like, hey, there's two types of people in this world. And she talks about the wholehearted and then people who just take a little longer to, uh, and, and more, and not, not wholehearted, I guess. <laughs> wholehearted by nature and wholeheartedly learning learning to be wholehearted. So, um, and, and the diversity, you need both, you know, types of these people in, in life. There are, it exists in there, so there's no choice about it. But um, it, it really definitely helps you understand, um, you know, the nature of vulnerability and how it's tied to connection and how important it is that we understand it or at least are aware of it so that we can enhance and improve all of the relationships in our lives. Um, so let's see here before, as my, as my iPad is still charging, because I was hoping to be able to share, oopsie, some things with you guys. Sorry about that, uh, Instagram, as I'm waving to everybody here. Um, aw, Zelenka says, you're honestly so inspirational. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you. Thank you for being here, and I genuinely appreciate you. Uh, Jab Mary met Francis. This is your first Soul Sunday. Yes, wonderful. Welcome, Angel. Thank you for joining our pep squad, and I hope you continue to join us. So without further ado... Let's break down um, trust. There are seven steps. I'm going to give you an acronym very soon, but the most important thing to understand about trust, because again, it affects pretty much every relationship we engage in in life, okay? And sometimes it feels like such a weighted word, like what does that even mean? You know, I don't trust you. Do you ever have people that tell you, you know, oh, I can't trust you for whatever reason? Um, and then you look at them and you go, well, you got issues, right? It's like, no, angels. There are very specific reasons that we're not even aware of that we may or may not trust people in our life. So let's look at this incredible breakdown from Brene Brown and let's start with a premise that I think we don't talk about at all in life, okay? So to be aware of this, and this is coming directly from Brene Brown research, is, is so um, enlightening but also healing. Okay, guys? So listen to this. Brene Brown has found that trust is built in the smallest of moments. You know how you can have an elephant memory sometimes about all of the different things that have happened to you and a person and you think that you know them? Well, my dear friends, trust is built in the smallest of moments. Details matter. Not in the sense of keeping score between what one person does for you or doesn't, but in micro moments, we subconsciously decide whether we trust someone or not. Okay, so remember that because the small details of how we interact with each other actually do matter. And then we'll see how, okay. Um, John Gothman, uh, who is also a, a social, an amazing social researcher that has dedicated his career towards studying relationships, uh, calls these sliding door moments. A seemingly unimportant moment where you have a choice with a potentially radically different result. So... These micro moments are seemingly unimportant, and yet the decisions that we decide that, that we make sort of change the outcome of how we trust or not trust someone. All right, and so just I'm going to let that sit with you for a second as a little premise because I think it's a wonderful place to start. And you know, when it comes to relationships, it's absolutely vital that we don't just blanket, you know, um, treat people a certain way. You have to adjust to not just current situations, but to people personally. Everyone is different, right? And so to get to know someone 
you have to genuinely dive into who they are and be interested in who they are. And it's these micro moments that solidify your relationship. Yeah? So let's pay attention to that, for example, because um, uh, as, as much as a small moment can be a moment of creating trust, a small moment can also become a moment of betrayal. And so, just like with everything, right? There's a yin and a yang to everything. There's, a, there's, a, there's two sides to every coin. So, because if you accept this premise that trust is built in micro moments, equally possible is that someone can feel immensely betrayed in one of these micro moments, and therefore the relationship can fall apart very quickly. So, uh, the direction in which you choose to make it, the direction in which a relationship goes depends on the choices that you make in every as you go along and each of you has a choice right so isn't that wonderful to just know as a premise now what is trust all right look at this beautiful definition of trust trust is choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else oh how incredibly powerful to understand that when we trust someone, when we choose to trust someone, we take the things that matter to us most and we literally place them in the hands of someone else and we say, hey, keep them safe, okay? <laughs> they may not matter to you as much, but please keep these things that matter to me safe. That's how you trust, all right? That's how we built trust. Now, distrust. Check this beautiful definition out according to Brene Brown. Distrust is what I have shared with you that's important to me is not safe in your hands. It's not safe with you. You don't value it. You don't show interest in it. And therefore, I cannot trust you. Those are very simple premises with which we interact with one another all the time. Isn't that wonderful to know? Um, it's very simple. So then she breaks down. What is trust? And how do we decide if we trust someone? She created this acronym called BRAVING. Okay, guys? Jad Mary Met Francis says, Trust is like giving a piece of your heart to someone. 110%. You basically say, Hey, this is who I am. And you're hoping that that person sees you. Sees you for who you are. And, and even if those things are not necessarily vital to them, they still respect them as being important to you and keep them safe. It is like giving a piece of your heart. Thank you so much for sharing that, Angel. And, uh, and you know what? This is why sometimes you can have friends from all walks of life. You know, as long as we all function on this mentality of respecting one another's individuality and things that are important to them, if we pay attention enough, if we care enough about a person to pay attention to what's important to them, that is the mark of a true friendship and a true um, trusting relationship. And I will venture to just express that if you don't have trust in a relationship, then what's the purpose of it? Why do you have it in your life? And should you even keep it in your life? It doesn't mean that you need to actively go out of your way to hurt that person or cut that person out of your life, but just let them go with love and say, you know what, if I can't trust you, or if there's no mutual trust here, this relationship is serving no purpose to me right now. Even except for the fact that sometimes, you know, it's nice to just know you know, to be reminded, sometimes when you don't trust someone, sorry, there's a massive siren somewhere out there that's distracting me right now. But um, the point is, we'll let that go. 
the point is sometimes you know when you're when you become aware that your trust is being is being tested that's also valuable in and of itself right so it doesn't necessarily mean that that person is untrustworthy it just means that it, it comes back to your own values it brings your attention back to your own values and I'm always going to encourage you no matter what you do not to blame anyone else for how you feel but to genuinely always re-examine you know when you're in a situation that makes you uncomfortable what is it about that that speaks to what's important to me and how can I adjust to make that happen it's always always bring it back to you in a safe um, self-aware way does that make sense because nothing that way you're in the driver's seat nothing ever happens to you you can have a hand in and own up to your side and how you're contributing to something in a relationship and anything that you don't like or don't agree with you know you're always a part of everything so from an empowering way, always be self-reflective and look at, you know, if you don't like what someone is doing or something that someone's doing, then how do you adjust to make sure that you either communicate what's important to you or just let that person go with love? You know what I mean? Because sometimes people are just different and they want different things and out of respect, you need to respect that. Yeah? And it's okay. It's okay to want different things. Um... Now let's go to this BRAVING acronym because Brene Brown believes that when we trust, when we engage in any kind of relationship and we actually trust, which I encourage you to do right off the bat, we are braving connection with someone. That's why she created this acronym. It is a brave action. It takes courage to truly trust someone and to um, give a piece of your heart and to um, make sure that, you know, you can become vulnerable when you trust people. So be vulnerable. Um, Cami Lev says, you from Total Frat Movie. Yes, I am, Angel. Thank you so much for watching it. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, all right. Um, braving acronym. So, B stands for boundaries isn't that incredible um, I trust you if you are clear about your boundaries and you hold them and you are clear about my boundaries and you respect them there is no trust without boundaries isn't that wonderful so that speaks to hey if you truly know who I am you are gonna know how far what's important to me what I think you're gonna make an effort to really really know uh, who I am and then, uh, and then respect that. Likewise, if I truly care about you and I want a trusting relationship with you, I'm going to get to know you and what your boundaries are and what makes you comfortable and what, it do what doesn't make you comfortable. And I'm going to respect that. And I'm going to try my best to honor those uh, and keep them safe. Isn't that a wonderful, wonderful starting point? There is no trust without boundaries. And boundaries, you know, sometimes sound like a really, have a negative connotation when you think about it, right? They're like, oh, you don't. I got to put up, it sounds like you got to put up walls in a sense um, to create boundaries. But the truth is, it's not creating walls. If you want to look at it in a different way, it's um, deciding what's important to you and staying in that lane. Focusing on what's important to you, regardless of what else is happening, because it does matter. Because when you figure out the things that matter, you got to honor them. And the only way to be able to honor them 
is to um, stay true to them. So it's not about building walls and blocking everything else out. It's about staying in your lane. That's what a boundary means to me, you know? It's like, hey, I don't waver. There's some things I'm not going to waver about, you know? Sylvia Chopurla says, trust uh, is for me to tell people secrets and they don't tell it to other people. Exactly. So you trust them with things that are important to you and, uh, and, and likewise, they respect that, you know? Um, cool. Let's move on to R, braving. This is concept number two, the breakdown of what trust, the elements of trust. Number two is reliability. This is a big one. I can only trust you if you do what you say you're going to do. And not once. Repeatedly. Because that's the measure of who you are. That is the mark of your character. If you do what you say you're going to do. Repeatedly. Sometimes things happen, okay? So mistakes happen. Circumstances happen. But if you, as much as you possibly can, do your very best to repeatedly show me who you are, step up, show me who you are, then I can trust you. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like 100% of the time, but it can't just all be once because then I don't trust, right? You do what you say you're going to do over and over again. Likewise, I, as I present myself to you, say what I mean and mean what I say and follow through. If you don't, if you're not reliable, if you can't follow through with what you believe in, you don't believe it. Does that make sense? The, the essence of belief is uh, repeatability, you know? So we were talking last week about habit formation and consistency, which I think is, is so important in establishing, you know, who you are as a human being, right? If you have nothing, if you're constantly just floating around and you don't stand for anything, I very much appreciate people that have principles in life, you know, that, that, that believe something. And even if they're opposite of my beliefs, I, I always respect people that stand for something, you know, because if you're just constantly up in the wind and yada, 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 I don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. And that's okay. Wherever you are is where you are. I don't want you to feel like that's wrong in any way, shape, or form, because nothing is ever wrong. Everything is just constantly evolving, so you're always on your journey. But at some point, you got to decide what you stand for, and you got to go for it. And in order for people to trust you, you got to be reliable, you know, in any kind of relationship. So, I can only trust you if you do what you say you're going to do, and not once, repeatedly. And, and, and I do the same. Isn't it wonderful? What I love about Brene Brown's uh, breakdown is that she not only says, hey, this is how I trust you. Uh, she says, I also need a part in that. So I also have to give what I want in return, right? Because otherwise, without reciprocation, there is no trust. That's an immensely wonderful thing to know, guys. Like It's like, don't expect things of someone else that you're not yourself doing. That's illogical, right? Uh, also, not just illogical, but inconsistent inconsistent so if you want trust you got to give trust and you got to you got to be reliable right so the big part of trust is reliability so that's the second point first point is boundaries second point reliability third point accountability above and beyond everything else I respect how she breaks this down listen to this accountability so braving BRA accountability I can only trust you if when you make a mistake, you are willing to own it, apologize for it, and make amends. 
I can only trust you if, when you make a mistake, you're willing to own it, apologize for it, and make amends. There's three parts to that, my beautiful friends, and it's so important to remember that, okay? Then she says, I can only trust you if, when I make a mistake, I'm allowed to own it, apologize, and make amends. Isn't that incredible? So, you know that you're safe with me. You're, you're, you can, you know, no one's perfect. That's a fact, all right? So, when you make a mistake, my attitude is of willingness to own it, apologize for it, and make amends. Uh, my attitude is to accept you owning it, apologize for it, and make amends, yeah? And, and likewise, I can be safe with you, and if I make a mistake and I realize it, I can come to you, own it, apologize, and make amends. It's not enough to just, you know, say, hey, I fucked up, I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? That's how I trust you. If you acknowledge what you're sorry for and it's coming out of your mouth and you say, I'm sorry because I, I should have been more thoughtful about this and I didn't and I know this is important to you and I'm sorry. You know, how do I make it up to you? Own it, apologize, and make amends. It's not enough to say, hey, you should just forgive me. You know, we build trust in the smallest of moments. So when you break someone's trust in a way, right? Like let's say you made a mistake, you broke their trust. It's not enough for you to expect that that person is just going to like, oh, we're good now, get over it. You know, if you happen to, that's a privilege. You know, if you happen to have people in your life that are just very forgiving and very sure of themselves and secure and, and kind, okay, which, which I hope you have all around you because, you know, this is what we talk about here on Soul Sunday. This is why we do this. It's just to encourage you to spread love and kindness and understanding. And as we break these down, really open your mind to see that there's so much more to just being right in a situation or, you know, exerting yourself or just being mad at someone when they make a mistake. It's so much more complex, always. So I, I, I'm doing these breakdowns for you guys to be able to take away this attitude of there's so much more than just, you know, um, someone wronged me and I got to do something about it or, you know, uh, now you broke my trust, so whoa, 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 you know. <laughs> I just want you to see it on a micro level from so many different angles so that you can decide what's best for you and, and really, really dive into wonderful relationships in your lives, you know? So, again, remembering that trust is built in micro moments, um, if you fuck up, sorry, but, you know, uh, you're, and you're willing to own it, you apologize for it, and not only that, but you say, how do I make amends? And, and you do it in a way that matters to that person, right? It's not about you, it's about them. So when you're trying to mend trust, you do what matters to the other person because you care about the other person. That, in and of itself, if you come to me and you own it, you apologize, and you try to make amends, even if you don't succeed in making amends, that's enough. I'm like, oh, I trust that person because they're smart. They are thinking of me, not just of themselves. They're not self-serving and wanting my, my forgiveness. They are trying truly to make things better for me. Isn't that an incredible concept? That's how you know somebody truly cares about you. And in that micro moment, you just, everything is better. You know what I mean? Every, the, the mistake doesn't matter. It's about the attitude of the person coming at you, right? Likewise, in a wonderful trusting relationship, it should be safe for me as I make a mistake, surely in how I deal with you, to come to you and say, I'm so sorry I made a mistake this way. And you express it from your mouth. You know, I should have been more thoughtful. I should have been more caring of your feelings. I completely disregarded what's important to you. And I see that now. Please forgive me. What can I do to make this better? And if you can't, you just go, but if you come to me and you say that, or if, if I come to you and I say that to you, um, and you still don't forgive me, then it says something about, you know, 
our difference in values or, or just where we are in our relationship and that's okay. But if chances are nine times out of 10, if you come to someone and you own it, apologize for it and try to make amends, they're going to forgive you and forget it. And eventually it all gets better. You know what I mean? Because that you come with those, that trifecta of attitude and you care about the other person. That's what matters, you know, and that's what builds trust. And again, trust is built in micro moments, angels. Please, please, please know that every choice you make matters. It matters. That's an empowering thought. Some people can look at it and say, oh shit, trust is built in micro moments. I'm screwed. Because that means a micro moment can literally mess up an entire relationship. Absolutely. Yes, it can. But also, what's equally true is that you can fix it. <laughs> you can fix it if you want to and all it takes is one choice. Isn't that amazing to know? You know? Um, and again, it's so important to... When you make a mistake, own it, apologize, and come up with a solution on how to fix it. It's not just enough to take people for granted and say, you should forgive me. That, to me, is such a big, big, big healing step. You know, if we develop this attitude, we stop feeling, you know, it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage to say, hey, I messed up. I care about you enough to admit it. Not only that, but here's how I want to fix it. And I want to fix it because I care about you. Whoo! That is like, that is going to solve so much pain that is going to take away whatever pain that person is feeling is going to take away your pain because it's going to make you feel like you're actually actively doing something to make someone's life better. Isn't that a wonderful thing to know? And how beautiful that Brene Brown takes the time to actually break it down in those steps. Genius. And, and it truly just opened my eyes and I was like, oh my God, yeah, absolutely. I do this, but I never actually understood the steps of what I'm doing and why it's effective. You know, I always tell you with an open heart, if you come to someone and you, you know, you, you say to them, you know, good friendship, this is what I trust in a good friend. Someone who says, you know, you're, you're having a conversation and they look at you and they say, you express to them, you know, I'm really struggling with this. And what do you think? And they say, in their mind, they're like, wow, this is bad. This is fucked. And you are way off base. Like, what the hell are you thinking? This is what they're thinking in their mind. But what they say is, this is what a true friend says. I love you so much. And I can see that you're struggling with this. And I know that you're going to figure this out. If I was in your shoes, I wouldn't do that because. And you express it with kindness, right? But you say, you're going to do what you're going to do anyway. And I respect you. You're going to figure this out. You're smart enough to figure this out. Here's what I would do. But this is just my perspective. Boom. Even if you say to them, you're an idiot. Because, you know, you don't respect this. And you don't respect yourself. And why do you put up with that? And you know what I mean? Even if you're saying to them, you're an idiot. If you preface it with, I love you. You're going to make the right choice for you. Here's what I would do from my perspective, from my lens, because we only all experience this world from our eyes. So any piece of advice we give to anyone is always, you know, what we would do. It's always like based on us, not so much on them. It's always on, hey, I lived this way. I think this. Therefore, here's what I'm sharing with you. And you're assuming that that advice is coming from a good place because we're good friends or we're friends. Um, then then that's respectful. Then that's showing that, you know what, I trust you and your opinion. You're going to figure this out. You're going to do what's best for you. But at the end of the day, you are really missing the mark on this, and that's okay because you can fix it. Isn't that wonderful? Anybody, like I always said, you know, I'm not afraid of, of criticism in life, 
because I know that everyone is just speaking from their own perspective. I'm in charge of my own destiny and I can make better decisions moving forward. You know, and it's good to have friends that, that bring you back to who you are. It's good to have friends that, that tell you the hard truth sometimes with kindness. If someone's coming at you telling you something that's hurtful, uh, just without any kind of sensitivity, then you should take stock of that friendship, you know, and, and also stand up for yourself. But for the most part, if someone's coming at you and it's a good friend and they're telling you you're messing up, it's probably a good idea to listen, you know. But just know that the, any one opinion is not going to tear you down or shouldn't tear you down. It's up to you to sort what's best for you from that advice that's coming your way. And you can, you have the power to at any moment in any day. Leah Williams says, this advice is really helpful. Mwah! Yes, my angel. Thank you so much. And I, I'm grateful for that. Rain Monarchy says, my best friend in which I put all my faith and she, she betrayed me. It hurts not being accepted for who you really are. Isn't that incredible? I completely agree with you, sweetheart. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Um, and, and I want to encourage you that, to know that putting your faith in someone, again, is braving. That's courage. That's trust. There's nothing wrong with that. So just because that happened and someone betrayed you, it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It's more, you know, it tells you so much more about them than it does about who you are. And if you can find a way to use that pain that you're feeling right now, and not be afraid of the pain, but just see it for what it is. See that relationship for what it is. See that person for who they are and where they're coming from. And use this pain as fuel, as a lesson, as a learning lesson to what's important to you. Because you're not going to do that to someone else. You know, you're not going to hurt them that way. Or you shouldn't. The other side of this is that hurt people hurt people, right? So like the easiest thing for us to do when we're hurt is to offload it on someone else. It's human, right? If I'm angry about, I have an interaction with someone, someone hurt me. I'm angry. I'm about to snap at someone else, another friend or another family member that's in front of me. You know, it's just the way that life works sometimes. I feel the pain. I don't like the discomfort. I want to pass it on. That's the easiest thing to do. If we can find a way to bypass that and just, you know, use our pain, not, not let it destroy us and destroy others by passing it on, but just learning that we have the power to deal with that and move on and see those relationships. Surround ourselves with relationships and people that we genuinely care about and resonate with who we are. That's the key to all of this. You will attract into your life the things that matter to you and the things that, that resonate with you. So don't be afraid of that pain. And I'm sorry that that's happening to you, that you were betrayed, my angel, but that's only one experience and one friend. And don't ever let that be the measure of how you think of yourself and who you are. You know, your self-worth can temporarily take a hit, but know that you are worthy always. You're amazing. You're beautiful. Just the way you are. You are perfect. And come back to your wellness and knowledge of that. And I hope that this program helps you really, really, really just remind you of that. And then you'll start attracting people that don't betray you. You know, but remember, it's all in your hands. You're, you don't let it get you down, is what I'm trying to say. Because that's the first step. You know, understanding that that says so much more. That What they did to you says so much more about them than it does about you. Um, is very, very important. 
And so healing your own pain, first, letting that go, letting that resentment go, is going to steer you in the right direction anyway and make things better. Yeah? And you will find people who accept you for who you really are because those are the people that matter. Everyone else is just going to come and go out of your experience. The people that love you for who you are don't go nowhere. They're going to find their way to you and you to them. I promise you that. So we got to keep braving. You don't let that destroy your trust in people or anyone else. That's one experience that sucked. So now let's find the right people that are going to enhance and make you feel good about life and truly deserve a place by your side through this wonderful journey. Yeah? Uh, because you've got to be brave in this world. You've got to trust. Don't let, you know, the trust get get wavered and get, get destroyed because of that one experience. Um, Jab Mary Met Francis says, So sorry, I bet you're an amazing person and it's her loss. Yes, Angel. There you go. That's the right attitude, you know? And, uh, and, and with love, just let her send her on her merry way, you know? She's obviously not on the same wavelength as you, and that's okay. But hurting, you know, resenting someone for betraying you hurts you the most. So when we harbor and we hold on to the pain, when we don't learn how to let it go and, and help ourselves, basically, um, we continue attracting. We keep that active. We keep that pain active. So we continue attracting people that are just, you know, in the same hurt place as we are. And hurt people hurt people. That's a very simple and uh, unfortunate um, reality sometimes until we break the cycle. Until we learn that and we don't continue in the hurt. We learn to let it go. Let it go because it's so much healthier for you. Look at all these beautiful people. Rain Marks, he said, thank you, Anne. You just made me realize so many things. Yes, Angel. I'm so happy to hear that. But even though she betrayed me, she betrayed my trust, she says, Rain underscore Monarchy, I still have faith that she will re-become the person that she was. Yes, Angel. And you know what's wonderful? Whether she does that or not, I mean, it's out of your hands. Of course. The most beautiful thing that I thank you for highlighting is to wish people well. You know, assume the best in people. And this brings me to my next point. Uh, it's not the next point, but what I love is that what, what we're going to get to the braving acronym, uh, but I want to make this point right now. We have to assume the best in people. And you have to assume that that person came into your life because they're a good person, because you're a good person. So you attract good people. So even though her behavior was temporarily crappy, it doesn't make her a horrible person. And it's better for you, whatever she is, it's better for you to assume and to think of her with kindness and love. Yeah? Send her on her merry way with kindness and love because that's what you want to be attracting. That's who you are. You are kind and loving and you don't want to think of people in a negative way. So that's going to be very helpful for you moving forward. And as we go through this continued breakdown, you're going to see why, yeah? Um, I want to go on to the vault. V, braving. So we're up to B, boundaries. R, reliability. A, accountability. V, vault. You know what the vault means? You respect my story and you respect other people's stories. What I share with you, you will hold in confidence. Brene Brown says, what you share with me, I will hold in confidence. These are the pillars of trust. 
The other side of that is if you gossip to me something that was not yours to share, my trust in you diminishes. Isn't that remarkable? Have you ever been in a conversation where, you know, two people are gossiping and we are always using gossip? Like this is so common in life. We're using gossip as a connective tool, right? It's like, oh my God, did you hear about Susie? Susie had, you know, a boob job. Oh my God, can you believe that Susie would do that? Holy cow, what is it about her? That, blah, 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 right? Um, and so sometimes she calls, Brene Brown calls this common enemy intimacy. So you're creating intimacy and connection by saying something shitty about someone else and bonding over how shitty that is, right? Or, uh, you know, if, if someone was betrayed, can you believe that they were betrayed? Blah, 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 blah. And you're connecting with someone on that. But she calls that a ghost almost, you know, because um, that kind of connection is not trustworthy. When you find yourself, and sometimes I'm guilty of this, I've gossiped before, you know, it's again, it's a very natural thing in, in a sense to discuss because discussions foster connection and sometimes you know when you have someone in common and you're discussing them that fosters your connection but is that the kind of intimacy that you want to be fostering with people and it's amazing that she points out that you know what on a subconscious level you might not even realize how this affects your trust for that friend right or or trust for that friendship moving forward because if you can say those things about a friend of yours who's to say you're not going to be saying Things like that about me. You ever think about that? Have you ever been in those friendships? Like sometimes, my, my bestest friends in life, I know for a fact, and I can honestly tell you there's four or five of them, that I hold in confidence like that. You know what I mean? And, and it's okay, it's a small number, but I would much rather have a small number of people that understand and respect my story and I know would never say something so shitty about me to anyone else, you know? And if they do, um, hopefully I don't know it, but, <laughs> but, but I actually don't think that would happen because I wouldn't speak about them regardless of what issues they're dealing with, regardless of what discoveries they're making. I just wouldn't speak about them in that light to anyone, you know, because I understand and I love that person on a deeper, different level and there's trust there that kind of trust. So, uh, it's amazing that she breaks it down like that in terms of the vault. You respect my story and you respect other people's story because it's not yours to tell. You know, the, the secret, the gossip, the piece of juicy, whatever, is not yours to tell. So, the kinds of relationships that we should foster with each other, the trustworthy, beautiful relationships, are those that um, genuinely inspire the best in one another, right? So, if you're happy, if you're secure with yourself and you're not coming from a place of, you know, lack of confidence or whatever, you don't need those shitty stories about people to foster connections with others. You're going to talk about your your love, your admiration, your your projects that you're working on, your, you know, those are the conversations you're going to be having with anyone to connect. Not like, you know, oh my god, this really horrible thing, let's connect over that. Uh, <laughs> or this shameful thing, let's connect over that. You don't need to connect over that. You can find other great things to connect over, right? So just be mindful of that moving forward. Isn't that an amazing thing to just know that it can affect your trust just by being around this atmosphere of gossip or whatever, you know? Onion Network says, it's just a logical step to guarantee the first two elements. Um, yeah, absolutely. Then, of course, we've got I for integrity. 
And this is something very, very important to me personally. And, and I'm just going to tell you this because when I read this, there were a couple of, you know, segments that blew out at me and this was it. Integrity. I cannot trust a relationship with you if you do not act from a place of integrity and encourage me to do the same. What's integrity? She says in three parts. Choosing courage over comfort. Huge. Choosing what is right over what's fun, fast, or easy. Huge. Practicing your values, not just preaching them. All of those elements en encapsulate integrity. Choosing courage over comfort. Huge. That's a huge mark of maturity. Sometimes the right thing to do is not what's fun, fast, and easy. And it takes courage to do that. It takes huge amount of courage to like to, to appreciate that, to do it, not only to think it, so she says practicing your values, but to actually follow through with that knowledge in your life. And not only for you to follow through, but to encourage me to do the same. That's integrity. Isn't that incredible? And I, I, I honestly think that sometimes we forget the value of that. Oftentimes we don't even think of those um, concepts and how they affect us in our life and how they affect trust and the trust that we place in others, right? When I say I don't trust you, uh, I see you cutting corners in some way, shape, or form. You know, not paying a fare somewhere, you know, uh, taking the easy way out when someone doesn't look at you, you know, or doesn't see you. When, when a person in authority, you know, um, skipping class and, and, you know, attendance doesn't matter, but you skip class because you can. Or, you know... Um, all of these little things, like micro-moments. Think about this. Micro-moments, we observe them in each other. And on a subconscious level, sometimes we don't even realize it, we distrust that person because they're cutting corners, because they're not acting from a place of integrity, right? So the most beautiful trusting relationships that you have in your life, think about this. And these are worth talking about with each other. Let's say you're not completely sure that someone's coming from a place of integrity. You better make sure. <laughs> you better start communicating, start asking the right questions, start starting a conversation with the people that are important in your life so that they know what's important to you and you know what's important to them. Because without, you know, that back and forth, there is no connection, there is no trust, guys. You've got to talk about things. You've got to get on the same page with the people that you care about and in the relationships that you want to foster and invest yourself in, you better get in there, get active, get knowing instead of just assuming, get knowing who the other person is and if they're acting from a place of integrity, open your eyes and watch. And if there are things that you see that they do that you don't agree with, talk about them. Talk about them and try to find common ground. And if you can't, send that person off with love. You know, and it's okay. It just always reinforces who you are. And so integrity, I, braving, braving connection with someone. The I in braving stands for integrity. I cannot trust a relationship with you if you do not act from a place of integrity and encourage me to do the same. So what does integrity mean? Choosing courage over comfort, choosing what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy, and practicing your values, not just preaching them. Wow. Blew my mind, that breakdown. Absolutely blew my mind. And look at this. You can tell someone that you don't trust them, and any one of these points might be at fault. Do you see how complex the concept of trust can be? Do you see how important it is for you to really start diving in there and getting to know yourself and what's important to you, and also getting to know the other person 
in that process and really you really really paying attention to them because if you really pay attention to other people they tell you who they are by the choices they make by the things that they say and in all of these different ways you know what I mean and so open your eyes and be active be an active participant in life and take charge and empower yourself to know that's how you know you pay attention you open your eyes you learn you break things down right huge Oh, this stuff makes my heart explode. It actually just, when I think about it, it, it has become immensely useful to me to break these down in these ways, to see what's important to me, to get to know myself better, and also in the process being able to share with you guys so that we can genuinely pass on, you know, meaningful things to each other and talk about these things. The conversation is important enough. So even if, Everything that you get from today, all these things are coming at you and all you get from today is this idea that we should talk about these things. We should figure each other out. You know, it's not enough to just float around in life. It's so much more fun to know. And these are the keys of confidence, you know. Trust is a massive pillar of not just self-confidence, but confidence in general, you know. Confidence in your choices, confidence in, you know, uh, you know, things that, that you want to do, and of course, confidence in yourself. So, um, we are up to braving. In braving and connection, uh, when we trust, we are braving connection with someone. B-R-A-V-I-N. Non-judgment. Woo! This made me proud to be working with you guys on Pep Mag. My Pep Squad, our Soul Sundays, this is a huge pillar of it. Non-judgment. I can fall apart, ask for help, and be in struggle without being judged by you. Isn't that a wonderful thing we want in all relationships? Isn't that incredible? You can do the same without being judged by me. Massive. This is massive, guys. I can fall apart, which I inevitably will, probably 500 times a day, ask for help, and be in struggle. There are going to be so many struggles that you're going to experience in life. Isn't that true of any single one of us without being judged by you? That's a good trusting relationship. When you find someone in your life that you can just falter with and falter 500 times, I don't encourage you faltering 500 times because I think you should always learn from faltering, uh, but the, the, you no one's perfect and we should be able to struggle with each other and help each other out and not just completely, you know, disappear from each other's lives. Those are trusting relationships. Those where you feel like you can make mistakes and it's okay. And the other person acknowledges, hey, listen, you're really making a mistake right now. And from my perspective, I think you're making a mistake. Um, what do you think? Talk about it. The acknowledgement of that should be safe. You know what I mean? Like you should be able to tell someone when you think they're messing up and they assume that you're coming from a good place. You can do the same without being judged by me. If we act with each other from a place of non-judgment, healing and true help and love can come through. Ah, oh, I just can't speak enough to that. And what I'm proud of is that this is what this platform is all about. This is a non-judgment, a judgment-free zone where we can all share our opinions and learn from one another. And, and that matters to me more than anything. And I think that that kind of attitude is lacking in our society today. Because why? Because we've come so far in our consciousness where we 
uh, we equate opinions and judgment with individuality, right? So we think, in order for me to be an individual, I have to have a strong point of view. I have to speak with a point of view. And that's true. I genuinely admire people that stand for something and speak to it. But you've also got to have the flexibility in non-judgment. That's where the flexibility comes from, to grow. To let those opinions and ideas that are so important to you and your point of view grow and change and soften and, you know... You've got to be able to flow in life. Nothing is ever just set in stone like that. But you have to have a point of view as your starting point, right? So if we develop this attitude of non-judgment, if we learn the value of non-judgment, then we can coexist in a much more peaceful way with each other. And not only that, but we can grow faster. We can learn from one another because there's always something to learn from one another. You know? So how beautiful that a pillar of trust is non-judgment. So, we're up to B, boundaries, R, reliability, A, accountability, V, vault, I, integrity, N, non-judgment, and now, oh, there was a part of non-judgment that I wanted to share with you guys. We are running out of time, but here's what I'm going to do. I want to continue this conversation, and I am going to probably add uh, close to another hour to this. I want to hear your voices I want to hear your questions. I want to answer your questions on this because I think that this is such a valuable thing to continue talking about. And I wanted to do it on this forum because I know we have an international audience here. And more than anything, the conversation matters. So we're going to keep this conversation going. Um, so before we get to the last acronym here, G, um, I'm going to see what you guys want to know about. Rain Monarchy says, the thing that hurt me the most is that I was so naive into thinking that becoming the person she wants me to be is the best thing. Beautiful, sweetheart. And now you realize not only that, but you know who you are better and you know that that's okay. Sometimes the thing that we get sucked into is listening to everyone else's opinions and voices and thinking that we have to mold ourselves to them instead of listening to our inner voice. So what you learned through this experience, and I'm incredibly proud of you, is to know that who you are is actually wonderful and great and to accept that. You don't have to change yourself for anyone. You only need to listen to the things that make sense to you and you can grow with. So like I said, be flexible and soft and listen, but don't take hurtful things to heart. Use that energy to learn and to decide what's best for you. You're the only one that can ever decide what's best for you. So whenever you find hurtful things coming at you, you don't, what you do with that information, you can't control what's coming at you, but you can most certainly decide how you react to it. And I encourage you to not let those things shatter your heart, stab you in the heart. Just hear them, accept them for what they are, just noise, and choose how you want to move forward. Adore you. Thank you for sharing that, sweetheart. I know that it's one. It's not easy to talk about these things sometimes, right? But look at that. A mark of your own integrity is choosing what's right over what's fun, fast, or easy. So you're exercising your integrity right now. And not only that, but you're learning about your own integrity and what's important to you. And, uh, and I, I'm so incredibly proud of you for that. You're braving that. That is how I want to live my life with courage. I want to be in the driver's seat. And that's what you're practicing at this very moment. So I'm proud of you for that. They're giving me two minutes right now in this live video. Um, 
And I'm going to wave at some of my angels right now because I've got two minutes. Not only that, but like I said, we are going to continue this conversation. So um, what I want to do, Cami Leap says, what made you want to be an actress? Um, I'm going to answer that question and continue uh, with the last bit of this acronym. Not only that, but I want to see your beautiful faces and I want to hear what you guys want to talk about when it comes to trust and the complexities of trust. Um, because this is something that is worth breaking down. Not only that, but this is something that I think is going to be incredibly helpful in fostering wonderful relationships with each other um, and, and all around you and is going to help heal a lot of pain. So I hope that you uh, continue sharing your stories. I hope that you take from this video what, what resonates with you, what matters to you, uh, and if something makes you think in a different way, terrific. Um, take that and run with it and tell us why, yeah? But we are going to, once again, do a recap of Brene Brown's uh, incredible seven-step description of what the elements of trust are and how trust breaks down. We've got one more to go through, and then we'll do a recap coming up in the next uh, five minutes. And, uh, and I hope you join us once again. Uh, and again, I hope you share some of your incredible stories uh, along the way. Uh, thank you so much, if you can, join us for um, tuning in, for being part of our pep squad, for sharing your incredibly sparkly thoughts, and uh, all of the sparkly power that's coming at us every week. I appreciate you guys immensely, and we'll see you again in 10 seconds. This is what I love about technology. Sometimes you got to wait for it a little bit. Uh, sometimes it works for you. Other times it does not. Uh, what's going to be fascinating is to see how quickly, quickly we can adjust to this. Um... It's so fun. It's so wonderful to actually give voice to these ideas and to see what you guys think. Um, not only that, but, you know, the word trust is thrown around so much nowadays. And, uh, and I think that it's so valuable to just actually have a breakdown that is research-based and, uh, and meaningful as a result, you know. So let's just see here if we can... Perfect. So that's done there. And we're going live. We're going live on Instagram again. Because it's Soul Sunday, my beautiful friends. And today we are breaking down trust in the seven-step scientifically researched method by the incredible Brene Brown who is a social researcher. Um, and again, what we aim to do here on Soul Sundays is uh, share, teach emotional intelligence uh, from a perspective uh, that is researched and, uh, and um, also um, collective uh, from all over the world that involves perspectives from all over the world and encourages you to 
have meaningful conversations in a, an element of non-judgment. And that's exactly what we were just talking about. If you're joining us again uh, in the broadcast, um, this, this idea and the importance of uh, an attitude of non-judgment when it comes to trusting relationships. Huge, huge non-judgment because I can fall apart, ask for help, and be in struggle without being judged by you. That's a trusting relationship. And you can do the same without being judged by me. That's the mark of a trusting relationship. And to be honest, um, mm, there are not many people in my life that I that I have that with. And, uh, and um, I try to lead by example. And oftentimes, you know, it, it happens. I, I engage in those ways in pretty much every relationship that I am a part of. However, uh, sometimes it comes back to me, other times it does not. And so um, when it doesn't happen, when this attitude of non-judgment doesn't happen, you have to realize that no one is perfect and that it need, it's, something, it's something that needs to be practiced. Truly, it's something that needs to be practiced. Uh, because we all have a discerning lens, a discerning eye. We all have an opinion about things. That's how we experience life, and it's okay, you know? But practicing being less judgmental and just more accepting of people and, and what they can do uh, and, um, and where they are in their journey, in their understanding, in their wants, where they are and what they want, not just what you want. Respect for that. And allowance of that is not only difficult, it's difficult sometimes, guys. I won't lie, you know. I mean, no one's Mother Teresa all the time. You can't just always be mindful of someone else. However, it's best to practice being mindful. You have to practice it if you want beautiful, trusting, meaningful relationships in your life. You've got to practice it. Um, so thank you again for joining us, and uh, if you're joining us for the first time, again, um, we're talking about trust today, which is choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else. Uh, distrust is uh, what I have shared with you that's important to me is not safe with you. And uh, Brene Brown's beautiful acronym of braving, in where she um, encourages us and breaks down what braving trust really means and the fact that when we trust we are braving connection with someone so not only do we need to be gentle with each other and uh oops learn to be accommodating i'm waving and uh my my sausage fingers um pressed a bit too hard there <laughs> on the screen uh, but um but that every relationship that we engage ourselves in involves vulnerability because we're trusting that the things that matter to us are safe in someone else's hands. And sometimes when that doesn't happen, it's very hurtful. We were talking about betrayal just now. Hi, Mexico. Wendy Bolina. Mwah. Nice to see you, Angel. Um, and look, we've got Julia Ostrowski. How are you, sweetheart? Thank you for joining us. So good to see you. Um, sometimes, you know, trust is braving, um, like Brene Brown says, and connection uh, it's a brave thing to decide that you want to connect with someone and see what happens. You know, it's a risk in a sense. So uh, if you stop putting weight on the risk and just, you know, trust 
and then see what happens, which I encourage you to always do, um, it not only teaches you things that are important to yourself, but it teaches you about other people, and that, those are the most effective ways to interact and inspire one another uh, in whatever we want to do. So we were up to, in the BRAVING acronym, which here's, is a good time for a good recap, uh, B for boundaries, R, reliability, A, accountability, V for the vault, I for integrity, N for non-judgment, and finally we are at G, generosity. And I absolutely love this point, and it's vital in trust, in establishing trust with people. Um, a relationship is only a trusting relationship, Brene Brown says, if you can assume the most generous thing about my words, intentions, and behaviors. And then check in with me. Wow. So, if I screw up, say something, uh, and check in with me, right? Um, oh, waving at all my beautiful friends joining us. Thank you so much uh, for joining us back again, guys. Uh, but generosity is huge because I think that... <sighs> Sometimes it's easy for us to get caught up in an attitude of competing with one another. If how you're living life is reactive, okay, so if you're constantly not self-aware, if you're not aware of, uh, you know, if you don't check in with yourself, if you're not self-examining, if you don't know what's important to you, if you don't ever think about things, you just react to life and you just like compare yourself to other people as you go along, it's easy to develop an attitude of being judged, being in constant competition being uh, less than someone, so striving to always achieve what they're doing and going after something external, always, always, always trying and feeling like you're not enough, right? But if you think of people in a spirit of generosity, which means whoever is interacting with me has my best interest at heart. Whoever is interacting with me is not out to get me, out to outbeat me, uh, be better than me, um, you know, thinks they know better than me. If you foster a spirit of generosity, first and foremost, in whatever relationship you engage yourself in, and you understand, or you hope, or you think that people in whatever they say and do are coming from a good place, they might even come at you in a spirit of criticism, and you will take it the right way, uh, which is with help, uh, for them to be helpful and loving, right? I wouldn't, for example... When I love someone and I tell them a hard truth, it's not easy for me to do. It's not easy for me to criticize someone I love. And I hope that they know that. Um, I'm not saying these harsh truths to you because I'm better than you and I want to show you how much better than you I am. I'm telling you these hard truths because I love you. Because I care enough to tell you the hard things for your own well-being. That means the world to me because... For someone that's sensitive and for someone that does care deeply about others, to say to someone, you know, it's brave, it is braving connection to say to someone, hey, listen, I'm worried about you. I hope that you know that it's coming from a good place. And here's what I think is important that you address in your own time when you want. But, you know, I don't think it's good for you to engage in these, um, you know, activities. I don't think it's good for you to be wasting your time in this way. I think you can do better this way. And please know that I'm not just criticizing you and telling you you suck 
and you're not using your time effectively and yada yada. I love you, therefore I'm braving you understanding that I'm coming from a good place and I have your back and I want the best for you and, um, and I love you and it's coming from a good place. Generosity fosters trust. Isn't that amazing? Like you never even think about that. Like someone who can't hear you, someone who, who constantly takes what you have to say to them in a combative way, that in and of itself breaks down trust in that relationship. And I never actually thought about it in those terms until Brene Brown pointed that out. You know, it's fascinating how, how it relates to trust and trusting, you know. Um, Onion Network says, making a judgment is just taking the easy way as it resolves situations, even if it's, sol even if it's, solves even if it's solved wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Making a judgment is just taking the easy way. Even if it resolves situations. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing is, too, it's taking the easy way. I'm trying to see if I understand that correctly because I actually think that, you know, yes, it's easy to make a judgment. Absolutely. And everyone makes those judgments, right? But the thing is, I think that's why you need to, you need to, it's not easy when your judgment is taken the wrong way. Does that make sense? When you're, if the generosity doesn't exist there, and you, you don't, the other person doesn't know that you have or doesn't think that you have their best interest at heart or doesn't know you. It, it just literally muddies the water and fosters misunderstanding. And not only that, but as Brene Brown very astutely points out, affects trust within that relationship because, you know, the other person is not hearing your intention. And if you try to communicate your intention, if you're smart enough to know that that's what's happening, and then you say, hey, listen, dumbass. I love you. This is hard for me to say, and I wouldn't say it unless I loved you. And the other person still doesn't hear you. Then that again creates an even bigger gap in trust between people, right? So thinking in these terms and just understanding how all of this works is so valuable to us, you know, in how we deal with one another, and and just to to keep in the back of our minds and to know. Um, is so healing and so peaceful in so many ways. You know what I mean? Um, like it, as Mebo says, you are so good in rain. Thank you, Angel. I really appreciate that. I love you so much. Uh, The.HopeWorld says, Hello, I'm sorry, but I can't watch the live today. I miss you so much and I love you. Yes, Angel, I love you as well. And whenever you can be here, we love you and I appreciate you being here. Um, and it's very important to me that you're here. So... Um, I love you guys very deeply, and I'm just waving to everyone that's joining us uh, today. Paula.wxc, greetings from Germany. I love you so much. Love you too, Paula. Thank you so much for joining in. Yay, Germany. Always rain fairy, obviously, from Germany, Angel. Uh, Megan Follower, Megan Follow says, it's so good to be on your live today. It seems like it's been ages since I have. Yes, Angel. Thank you for joining us. And Marianne Ng joined. Mwah. Thanks for joining us. So if you are joining us for the first time, we are talking about the different um, elements of trust today as outlined to us by social researcher, uh, a brilliant woman by the name of Brene Brown. And uh, I stumbled over this video this week and I thought it was such a valuable thing to share with you guys, her breakdown, so that we understand how complex this um, concept of trust is and how she says that trust is built in the smallest of moments, which John Goffman um, a social researcher that she admires, that Brene Brown admires, calls sliding door moments. Um, and, and, you know, 
she, the, the idea is that we don't realize how micro moments and the choices that we make in those micro moments as we deal with each other either build trust or um, foster betrayals that then lead to the breakdown of trust in a relationship. And it was fascinating to see this breakdown uh, and to you know watch it in different elements in your life so that you understand the impact that you have with every choice, the impact that you have and the empowerment that you have in the choices that you make. That's how I want you to think of this, you know, because, um, you know, as the smallest of moments can build trust, she says, those are the moments that betrayal can also happen in and break down trust. But to choose to connect when the opportunity is there is braving and that is what tr that's the foundation of trust right so today all we're talking about is the breakdown of this acronym of braving that Brene Brown says that when we trust we are braving connection with someone and we are hoping that in trust uh, something important to us and the things that are important to us uh, which if we do choose to trust become vulnerable at the actions of someone else uh, are being safe with them because distrust is what I share with you that's important to me is not safe with you. And again, you have an opportunity in these micro moments to either build trust or break down trust, right? And we just subconsciously don't even realize how that happens in our relationships. So my hope today is that this is helpful information to you and that you check out Brene Brown's uh, breakdown in full uh, and that you see her work on vulnerability and the importance of vulnerability because it will change your life. It is just such an incredible, it's, it's absolutely wonderful to understand where that's coming from um, and how it affects us. And sometimes we don't even realize how it affects us, you know. So generosity, we were at the G in the BRAVING acronym. These are all a seven-part breakdown of the elements of trust. And you can look and see in every single one of those in your relationships um, how things are either breaking down in your relationships or how, how you've built trust with people, even if without realizing it, you know, because sometimes we just go and do it. But generosity, G stands for generosity. A relationship is only a trusting relationship if you can assume the most generous thing about my words, intentions, and behaviors. I always have your back, and I hope you know that. That's what this is saying. I'm always coming from a good place. So even if I'm criticizing you sometimes, it's coming from a loving generous place. That is the foundation of a trusting relationship. That's saying, you know, I trust you. If you're constantly coming at me, battling me, not even hearing, even if you're hearing criticism, if you don't believe that it's coming from a good place and you're just coming at me and jabbing at me, unfortunately, um, it shows, a, it fosters the breakdown of trust. Does that make sense? And sometimes you're not even aware of it. Um, and it's so valuable to check in. I love that she says this. Not only do you assume that I'm coming from a good place, but you check in with me. Because assumptions only take you so far, angels. The true, connected, trusting relationship is one that's communicative. And it's like, hey, I'm assuming that, you're, that you mean this. And I'm assuming this about you. Am I right in my assumption? And you go, yep, you affirm it. And, and you acknowledge what I'm doing and who I am, not just what you want and what you're throwing at me. You acknowledge who I am through that check-in. And the check-in is often, it's uncomfortable to check in with people, right? Like, it's so funny. I used to think, you know, a lot of people equate this conversation with being too much, right? 
What do you mean? I, you should know that I'm calling you because I mean this. You should know that I'm thinking of you. You should know, you should know, you should know. People don't know. And we make up stories when we don't know. We are, you know, in our heads in different ways. And you don't know until you check in. And a truly trusting and loving relationship accommodates for that as is needed, right? So um, likewise, no one else is in your head. So if you need something, you need to ask for it. And then when you ask for it and it doesn't happen, then you should adjust. But if you don't even ask for it, um, then you can't assume that someone is reading your mind on what you need and therefore um, are being an asshole and not providing it, right? Like you need to really... <laughs> You need to really, in communication, you need to ask for what you need. It needs to be received and, and adjusted to. Uh, and so that's how connection truly happens. It's like, hey, here I am. Hey, hey, I hear you. Here's me. So there's three parts to, and it creates a circle, right? It's like, I'm putting something out there. You hear it. It's received by you. You sending me something back in relation to what I just said, and the cycle continues. And that builds trust, according to Brene Brown. And I never even thought about it in those clear, exact terms until she said it. And isn't it wonderful um, that that's how it goes? And something else that blew my mind that I genuinely wanted to share with you before I open up the floor here to hear the rest of your questions and ideas. At the very end of this incredible podcast, Brene Brown says this. Even if we break down trust in so many different ways, braving, and here is what braving stands for, B for boundaries, R for reliability, A for accountability, V for vault, I for integrity, and I want to give you the steps to integrity because I think they're so important. I cannot trust a relationship with you if you do not act from a place of integrity and encourage me to do the same. Integrity means choosing courage over comfort. Integrity means choosing what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy. Integrity means practicing your values not just preaching them. All of those elements are part of integrity. And, 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 you know, I cannot trust a relationship with you if you do not act from a place of integrity and encourage me to do the same. Uh, N stands for non-judgment. I can fall apart and ask for help and be in struggle without being judged by you. You can do the same without being judged by me. Huge, huge. And G, generosity. A relationship is only a trusting relationship if you can assume the most generous things about my words, intentions, and behaviors. And I can do the same for you. Incredible. Incredible. But all of that un is underpinned by this. And this is what Brene Brown says. And she quotes Maya Angelou. I don't trust people who don't love themselves, but say I love you. And it's coming from an African proverb also that says, Be wary of the naked man offering you a shirt. We all struggle with self-love constantly. That doesn't mean that when we tell someone else, I love you, that we don't mean that. In our own way, we mean it. I love you. I love you. I love you. But if we don't love ourselves the capacity with which to love someone else just isn't there for us. We don't have it to give. Does that make sense? You can mean it. You can say it and mean it, but your follow-through will always suck, you know, because you have to constantly work on loving yourself. 
And, and you have to realize that sometimes you don't even know that you're not loving yourself. When you're not in alignment with the things that matter to you, and when you not follow through, when you don't actually brave, when you're not braving, you know, when you don't act from a place of integrity consistently, when your accountability sucks, you know, when you're not owning your mistakes, apologizing for them, and making amends for them, when any one of those things aren't happening and you're not doing them, and yet that's what you want, you know, I believe you when you say, this is, I am acting from a... I do value integrity. I do value um, accountability. I do. I am a reliable person. But you're not actually following through with that reliability. Um, if any of those, and again, no one is perfect, but it just means that you want something, but you're not quite there yourself. Does that make sense? And so, I don't trust people who don't love themselves but say, I love you. I never thought of that it in about that in those terms and in terms of trust and how that affects a trust in a relationship you know and how self-love is a is key in our ability to offer love to each other if your cup is empty and you don't believe in yourself if you don't if you don't take care of yourself in the best way how can I trust that you'll take care of me if you don't think about the things that go into your body if you don't think about you know longevity and, and being healthy long-term how can I trust that you're taking care of me in that way or that you will take care of me in that way right if we're in a relationship together it's like and this applies to all relationships but these are not make it or break it things it just points to the fact that and Brene Brown and Maya Angelou so astutely point out that trust needs to first come from within and how you treat yourself matters and if you can count on yourself if you learn yourself to be to the value of integrity and all of these different elements of uh, of uh, the acronym of braving if you if you work on your own boundaries if you work on your own reliability and you value reliability for yourself if you value your own accountability if you if you respect my story so vault is you respect your own story and you don't engage in gossip and you respect other people's stories if you try to act like that for yourself integrity again if you work on non-judgment if you work on approaching people non-judgmentally and also being kind to yourself um, don't judge yourself when you make mistakes leave room for asking for help and falling apart and being in struggle and having that be okay not blaming yourself for it not hurting yourself further because you did that and just being like it's normal it's natural I'm human be kind to yourself if you can't be kind to yourself how can you be kind to others and that's what this is pointing to and and it does affect trust in the relationships that you engage in and I never truly thought of it in those concrete terms but it's wonderful to be able to share this with you guys and to really 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 open up this dialogue of what matters you know because it does matter uh, and it affects you know your personal confidence and your trusting in yourself will bleed into your relationships inevitably right so examine how you treat yourself we can't ask people to give us something that we do not believe we're worthy of receiving Woo! Huge! I love this. That's what that's what Brene Brown says. 
And you will know you're worthy of receiving it when you trust yourself above everyone else. And this is not easy, my beautiful friends. This is not easy, and this does not happen overnight. But if you don't choose to start, and if you don't choose to think this right now in this very moment for yourself and to make this a priority for you and to make this an intention to really, really focus on trusting yourself. Um, if you don't value trust in yourself, if you don't even realize that all these things are connected, Nothing will change for you in your relationships and you will continue feeling like a victim in many ways. You are not a victim. You are in the driver's seat. Every choice you make matters. The micro moments either build trust or they destroy trust. So choose to understand that sometimes you're going to build and sometimes you're going to tear down and that's okay. But the choice is yours and you can always do something and owning up being accountable having integrity owning up to what you want owning up to who you are owning up to this power that you have in every choice in every micro moment to either fix something to move in a certain direction or to just you know be which sometimes needs to happen sometimes you just need to let things be whatever they are not change them not move them just let them sit maybe that's what you do but the choice is yours. You always have a choice. Nothing is ever happening to you. You're always inviting situations, people, emotions, feelings. Nothing is happening to you. You are in the driver's seat of your life. Even if you don't know it yet, you're always in the driver's seat of your life. And I want to plant that little seed in your head and I want you to know that you're more powerful than you ever think you are. And that's the same for all of us. We all go through life and we all discover this power. And I want you to discover it sooner than later. I want you to discover how wonderful you are and that the choices that you make and every choice that you make is valuable and is yours. Own it. <laughs> um, Onion Network says, did you realize that it's not just an acronym but every further element is a necessary condition of the previous element? In this perspective, it's a logical structure, too. So you're, you're looking at it from a building block perspective. Wonderful. Our instincts depend on our fast judgment to survive. Absolutely. Onion Network, you are amazing. Um, did you realize that it's not just an acronym, but every further element is a necessary condition of the previous one? In this perspective, it's a logical structure, too. 110%. And it's interesting that you mention that because I don't want you to think that with this observation that if you're lacking in any one of these, so if you don't set boundaries for yourself, if you haven't done that yet, or if you're not very reliable, if you're not consistent, right? Brene Brown says, I can only trust you if you do what you say you're going to do. And not just once, but repeatedly. If that doesn't happen all the time, I want you to realize that it's okay to make mistakes, right? If you're not always accountable. So accountability means that you own up to a mistake, you apologize for it, and make amends for it. How can I fix this with you? It's not just looking to me to say, but whatever, you should forgive me. It's like, how do I fix this with you? Let's work together, and here's what I think. I'm going to bring a solution to the table that's 
you know, directly related to how I'm going to make you feel better. Let's say you don't know that and you don't do that. And you don't do that consistently. It doesn't mean that you can't learn. And it doesn't mean that in this micro moment, you can make a different choice to now be aware of the importance of this and try your best to do better. It doesn't mean that if I didn't know better, I can't do better because now I know better. So all of this, these building blocks that Onion Network is pointing out here, yes, they are all connected. Yes, they are all important. But if you falter, if you find yourself missing out on any one of these, it's okay. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean that you can't tomorrow wake up and choose to focus on the elements that you feel need to, to, to be worked on, you know? All of this enhances our relationships and it enhances the way that we act with one another. And it underpins uh, this notion of trust, which is at the core of stability, which is at the, at the core of, you know, bringing out the best in one another. It's epic. It's honestly epic. So if we can learn the value of that and we can learn to practice these things, our awareness to them and of them is our first step and it's it's enough right now if all you take from today is just wow that was a bunch of cool new information great stuff that you didn't know before is always valuable because then you can choose at a later date to take it and apply it into your life even if you don't do it right away you know so yes it is true angel so um what I would love to do at this very moment is if anyone uh, we have a bit of time left wants to address something specific related to trust and let's see if we can take some of these points uh, and discuss it and unpack it and um, and uh, see if we can get to the bottom of it so angels I've got always rain prairie Shanice let's see if we can add Shanice to the conversation uh, oh good and we'll get Kyle Baxter in on the conversation after and, uh, and let's see if we can uh, unpack this further or add value to our, to our knowledge so far. Waiting on Janice, always under rain, dark prairie. Still says waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Technology sometimes does not work. <laughs> and in that instance, let us see. Oh, oh, technology now works. Yep. Yes. Shanice, hello, beautiful. Hi. Hi, gorgeous. Where are you from and how old are you, Angel? Um, the Netherlands. You're 13. How cool is that, girlfriend? You look so cute. Look at those curls. Love it. Yeah. What time is it right now in the Netherlands? Just out of curiosity. Um, 12. In the evening? 8, 9. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, almost 10. It's almost 10 o'clock at night, yeah. girl. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making time on a beautiful Sunday to join us. Have you taken a look at some of the conversation points today about trust? Uh, yes. What do you think? 
so far? Is it something that stood out to you that you were like, huh, I never thought about it that way? Um, I'm not really sure how to answer that. No, that's okay. Did you like anything in particular that you were like, oh, that's cool? Maybe like any of the, the braving, like the part of the acronym, like that part about integrity maybe, or like the idea of accountability, like, you know, anything that stood out to you that you were like, huh, I didn't know I needed to create my own boundaries, for example, and that was related to trust. Yeah, yes. Do you find that sometimes, can you, do you have really good friends in your life that you can trust? Yes, some I can trust, some I can't. What is it about the ones that you can't trust? What do they do? Um, Why do you feel like you can't trust them? You what? They went through my phone while <gasps> I was looking, and I saw that on my watch. They gave me a notification that they were looking at my phone. Wow. See, that's pretty crappy. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah. Why do you think they did that? I'm not really sure. Hmm. It was in school, and I had to draw my teacher and do something, and they went through my phone. Wow. But they didn't do anything to it, right? They were just curious, I guess. Uh, not that I know. Right. So you don't know why they did it. Did you ask them? Did you confront them? No, I didn't. Hmm. And these are good friends of yours? Uh, I don't really hang out with them anymore. Wow. So this experience, you felt betrayed in it? Would you, would you call yes. it a betrayal? And yes. that made you not hang out with those people anymore? Yes. They could have just asked me what I was doing or what I had on my phone. Or they could have just asked me, but it, they didn't. Wow. That's amazing, Shanice. Thank you so much for pointing that out. Because you know what? You're helping so many young kids right now um, that are watching in um, see your bravery and how you dealt with this. Because... I'm looking at you right now, and you made a decision, which is a very strong, courageous decision, to not hang out with those, to eliminate those people from your life. So you weren't like, you know, you're not a victim to this, right? Like, you just no. basically said, that was wrong. I don't like that, which means I don't like you because you would do something like that. So you did something about it. Yes. And that's admirable, because some people, you know, like, the other option would have been, oh, I hate what they did, but they're still my friends, you know, like, and now I'm just living in this weird limbo where I didn't make a choice to cut them out in, in any way or to just let them be, and I'm, in a sense, you know, not trusting my own gut feeling on that, but you did trust it, you did something about it, and that's amazing that at 13 you can be like, yo, that's wrong, <laughs> That's just wrong, and I don't want to be a part of it, and you don't have to be a part of it, you know? No, I have better friends than that. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. That's so cool to know that you can go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? And that you're smart enough to know that the people that love you won't betray your trust like that, you know? Unless they have specific permission from you, because that's the respectful thing to do. You know, if you want to show them something, you give them permission, and then they see it. But if not, it is not okay for people to breach your trust and your privacy yeah. in that way. If they asked me, I would have shown to them, but they didn't. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for sharing your strength and your courage in that. And also being smart enough to know 
that there are so many other people in this world that wouldn't do that. And that, you know, it's not about blaming the ones that did it. It's about knowing the difference. Do you know what I mean? And are you still, like, you're not going to go out of your way to say something mean about those friends, right? Those no. old friends. They can't live their own lives at night. You're so proud of you, girlfriend. You know where it's at. You are like, uh-huh, I know what life, I know what I want, I know who I am. That's just wrong. Where does that come from for you? Do you have, um... Uh, I didn't used to be like this, but in my other school, I just let people walk all over me, and I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. Wow. Was there a specific moment where you, like, you were like, huh, where it sunk in and you made this decision to not do that. Because you made a decision. This is what I'm so incredibly proud of you. And I just want to share this with everyone. I want everyone to understand that. Do you guys hear what she just said? She was like, I went through a period in time at my old school where I was being walked all over. And I didn't decide to let go of those people. But then I'm in a new experience. I made a decision. I saw something that was wrong. I decided it was wrong. And I aligned with it. And now I'm happier. That's amazing. You look beautiful. Thank you for honestly sharing sharing this with everyone because you're exemplifying and you're showing people that you can learn something and you can do something different. You know? Through through experience. Like you didn't choose to just be defeated by those crappy experiences. You learned from them and you did something different. Yes. Very proud of you, Angel. You're amazing. Just want you to know that. Just want you to know that. Thank you, sweetheart. Well, I appreciate you more than anything. You look beautiful. Thank you for joining us tonight from the Netherlands, and I hope you tune in again and you share some more sparkly thoughts with us next week. Yes. Have a great night, Shanice. Bye. Bye, beautiful. How sweet and wonderful you are, my angel. Thank you so much for that. Um, I love young women. I, I honestly believe that the way to change the world is to authentically share of each other. And at a young age, as young as you can get there, <laughs> um, appreciate these life lessons and share with one another. And the earlier we can do it, and and... The earlier we can acknowledge and be proud of these understandings, in the smallest of ways, the faster we learn. And think about how much further ahead we're going to be in life. Think about how much further ahead Shanice is going to be in life in terms of her emotional intelligence and how she deals with people and how she lives her life on her terms 10 years from now, even five years from now, you know. Um, the fact that she is so brilliant in dealing with this situation that to some of us might sound very simple. You know, it's like, of course, I mean, someone betrays your trust, you should be able to let them go. Sometimes it's not that simple. And what I want to always acknowledge and encourage in people is when they find the strength to do the right thing, be proud. Be proud of that and celebrate that decision because you deserve it. TDYY2, the best month, she wants to make small pen through toate vorbele și sentimentele frumoase. And I'm happy that you're here, Angel. Sorry, uh, my Romanian friend here just wrote me something beautiful in Romanian. 
and uh, and I appreciate you. Uh, and she just basically was saying lovely things. Um, rain tapes, I couldn't agree more. Yes, Angel, thank you so much for that. And beautiful friends, let's see if we can add someone else to the conversation. All right, we're going to do Kyle Baxter as promised. Let's get a Canadian friend here in the house. Let's see what else we can talk about. Waiting for the Kyle Baxter. Uh, uh, uh. It was going on. Doing great, you? Wonderful. So Kyle is joining us from Toronto, from Canada, right? Yeah. Excellent, Why Kyle. <laughs> so tell us, dearest, what are your thoughts on trust and your biggest takeaways from today's conversation? I always, I always feel that trust is the big one because I really want to put my trust in anyone who I really want to believe in. Okay. And, the, and there are times I... I always get their trust, and some of the times their trust, it always goes into a different direction, like in a very bad way sort of thing. Huh. So yeah. you're saying that when you meet someone, you give yeah. the trust openly, right? You're like, I want to believe that. I want to believe. So what you're speaking to directly, if we're talking in Brene Brown terms, you're speaking to the generosity of spirit. You're speaking to a relationship is only a trusting relationship if you can assume, and this is what you're doing by giving your trust, uh, the most generous thing about my words, intentions, and behaviors. You're basically assuming that they're going to uh, not break your trust and honor what you say to them, right? As, yeah. in, a, in a way, um, which I think is the only most wonderful way to engage with people. This is, Brene Brown says, you're braving connection. It's always a good thing. Yeah. Are you saying that you struggle with that? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mostly, well, work-related. Are you telling us you're human? No. Yeah. <laughs> that we all struggle with that all the time. Yeah, so sorry, you're saying it's work-related. Yeah. There are times I just want to see this person do their part as I always do mine, but sometimes they're like, they're like below me, or something like that. In terms of productivity, or in terms of the way that they're dealing with you personally? be the first one you mentioned. Productivity, cool. So, it sounds to me like what the issue is, uh, I'm literally going through the breakdown of what braving is, uh, reliability is what you have issue with in this relationship, right? I can only trust you, so your trust in this person is broken down, you know, in these micro moments. Um, I can only trust you if you do what you say you're going to do, and not once, but repeatedly. And accountability, right? When you make a yeah. mistake, you're willing to own it, apologize for it, and make amends, which just sounds like this person doesn't truly do consistently, right? Yeah. So there's an issue in accountability and reliability. Now, here's what I suggest to you, because you have to work with this person, right? So if this is, you know, a personal relationship where you can do something about it, so this, you know that someone cares about you, and if you address a problem, like I said, the breakdown of any one of these, you know, points that we're talking about today, it's not a be-all and end-all. It doesn't mean that you can't do anything about it. Anyone that you know, cares about you, is going to care about building trust with you, not destroying trust with you, right? So you might be able to speak to, to these issues if you pinpoint where the problem is. So if the problem is accountability and reliability, because you have to work with this person long term, you don't really have a choice to cut this person out of your life, right? 
completely. Um, I suggest that you bring it up in a constructive way, not a destructive way, now that you have more specific terms to discuss, right? So you're like, listen, uh, don't necessarily say, I don't trust you with this because, because <laughs> that's, you know, something that could be misconstrued. I wouldn't lead with that is what I say. What I would say to someone who is unproductive, because business is a little more cutthroat than even, you know, a personal relationship, you can say, um, your consistency and your, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking at your work here, you are, we are lacking reliability and uh, accountability. And that speaks to your integrity in being able to do your job well. And when someone isn't doing their job well, you can call them on it. You're entitled to call them on it safely, right? And say, you know, again, assuming that I have your back and that we're on a team here, generosity, generosity of spirit, um, your accountability and your reliability is lacking here and it affects me. And let's figure out a way to fix that together because that's not your responsibility to fix that for them. But yeah. you can extend an olive branch, pinpoint an issue, and ask for their input in solving the problem. Not only that, yeah. but you can ask for their input in solving a problem with your boss, perhaps. Or go to your boss and explain this issue because they're going to care about it because they care about reliability and productivity of your company. Right? Yeah. And if you approach it from a team mentality, so if you don't just come at this person and point fingers at them judgmentally, if you use the non-judgment that Brene Brown encourages us to sort of practice, right? If you're coming at this from a purely productive place of, I want to be able to do a better job, together, the company, if we work together, the company is going to be better off, right? Your boss is going to listen, or this person is going to listen. But you need to approach it in a constructive way, in non-judgment, pointing out that there's an issue with reliability and consistency, which is a problem for any business. If, you, if a business is unreliable, it's not going to make money consistently, and cut, you're going to lose customers. Because all that matters to me is the person I work with. All I want is to be on the same page. That's where where I want it. There you go. And yeah. basically, what you're saying to me is that you want to build trust. Build build trust. Yeah. And Something anyone like anyone when you approach any issue or any struggle with someone in any way. And you build it, and, and you you uh, approach it from a mentality of building, building something, not coming at them, pointing fingers at them judgmentally, not going, it's your fault, you're doing this, you're lacking here, you're unreliable, you suck, you <laughs> you know what I mean? If you come at it in that way from an ego perspective, not from a team mentality, if you come at it wanting to feel better about yourself because you're just having such a hard time dealing with this person, unfortunately. That's not really going to solve your problem, right? And and that person is going to not trust you either. You know why? Because what does Brene say about trust and reliability? Reliability says, uh, even in those, uh, you know, reliability and accountability, I am allowed to own, apologize, and make amends for my mistakes. So you got to give that other person that trust too, right? Or the ability to apologize for being unreliable and fix it. You gotta give them 
the same attitude of what the lack, what's creating the lack in order for anything to truly get fixed. Isn't that remarkable? Yes, it is. And we never think about it in those terms, right? Like fostering an atmosphere where together, a, a true team, a, a real team mentality is one where we genuinely allow each other to mess up knowing that the other person is trying their best and is going to aim to work with you to fix it. True? Like that's the kind of team I want to be a part of. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. but it's amazing that you could go to someone and say, I don't trust you. It's, it's obviously all of the reasons why you don't trust this person are legitimate and valid. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? But it doesn't yeah. mean that you can't work at building that trust. interesting to think about you don't have to do anything ever right but it's funny how sometimes and what I really appreciate most about Brene and the way she breaks things down and the you know the reason why I think it's so important to break things down is because we can be upset about something sometimes and we don't even know why we're upset we don't even know that it ties into trust we don't even know that it ties into all of these different subcategories of trust like reliability and accountability and creating boundaries with people and judgment, our judgment or the uh, someone else's judgment, right? Or generosity of spirit, which is all tied into trust. I didn't know any of that. And then the minute you start thinking about it, this weight sort of like starts lifting. And then you can make room for solutions as opposed to just focusing on problems. You know what I mean? You're like, huh, the wheels are turning, Anne. <laughs> the wheels are turning. <laughs> well, I hope so. I really hope this resolves for you. But more than anything, I hope that you know that you can do something about it. Even though it feels like right now it probably feels, you know, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and it may have felt uncomfortable for a while. I hope that you can see that you can do something about it. It will take time, but I am thinking about that. The to build trust. Beautiful. Well, I'm very proud of you. That's all we can ask for, you know? And then we can ask you to tune in again next Sunday and just give us a progress report. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the best way to do it. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, Kyle. And I know that you're going you're gonna to get this. It's going to get better. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing. Have a great yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Bye, dearest. Bye. How lovely is that? And it's wonderful, you know. Um, rain Tape says, off topic, but what are your thoughts about the Rain fan pages? Um, what are my thoughts? I appreciate them. I think they're amazing. I think that it's wonderful for, you know, so many uh, fans and young artists to share uh, not only their love, their shared love of a show, but also their talents and their edits and their, you know, intentions. Um, I think it's wonderful to invest your time in that, and I think it's incredible to um, immerse yourself in the community that that fosters, you know, and uh, and for joining us today and joining our pep squad as a result of that. You know what I mean? I think it's so cool. So I love it. I love the fan pages, and I love the fans, and I think you guys are all wonderful and incredible, and I'm tremendously grateful for all of you. Mwah. Uh, let's see if we can add one more person to this conversation. 
who can we go with? The next one here, Joanna. Mary Glotter. Oh my god, is it Joanna? Joanna, Emery's Diary? Is this Emery's Diary? If not, but she did tell me she changed um, uh, her... Uh, is this Joanna? Oh my god, this is my Joanna. I was like, is this the same Sorry. person? Yeah, I'm just saying I just moved, like I got an account and I decided to change my username, so that's why. How wonderful. Sorry, uh, sorry I escaped from my, from my family because I'm in Trump at the moment and that's why I missed the live I just joined like 10 minutes ago. Oh, that's okay, Angel. Thank you so much for joining, number one. <laughs> Always. And number two, uh, watch this back because I know you'll enjoy it. Um, also, yeah, I wanna, I wanna yeah we're, we're literally breaking down. Oh, my God. I hope we have a little bit of time left. We're breaking down um, the, the important elements of trust and, you know, what, everything that underpins trust, things that you hadn't even realized sometimes um, that trust, um, that, that are intrinsic in trust. But even more so, even if you haven't watched any of this conversation, let's see if we can... Um, use some of these tools that Brene Brown gives us to answer any of your questions that you might have about trust. Well, what are your I thoughts? Sent you, I sent you a message like, but just before because I forgot and I was like, I'm so sorry. So hmm. I sent you a message and I say like, first of all, trust is, is not something that comes because so many people will say it's either comes from after like a while, like two friends get to know each other and after like a few years, they say which we trust each other, and I'm like, that, that's wrong because the anatomy of trust is not like this. I mean, yeah. it's more like... Yeah, trust is not about time. Like, yeah, a feeling, it's a, like, a neutral feeling between like a friend and I, for example. Yeah. I was telling you at that stage, uh, I've known people for like seven years, like a decade, and I don't feel like I trust them because I'm not going to be telling them all my secrets and all my stuff, and I... There are things I usually never told about them. Yeah, and there are some people I've known for like a year, three years, and they're like my best friends. And I feel like I can tell them anything, and I feel like I can count on them. They will always help me. And I feel like in that case, it's like a feeling of trust, but also I feel like we need to preserve it. Absolutely. And you know what's interesting? So this is, you're talking, you're speaking to the, the very first point that Brene Brown makes, which is trust is built in micro moments. Trust is built in the smallest of moments. Betrayals happen in the smallest of moments. Every moment that you spend with someone is an opportunity, basically, is what she says, to either build trust or to diminish trust, whether, even if you don't realize it, you know? So it's amazing that what you're speaking to has exact, is exactly that, right? It's like time, you can know someone for 10 years, like you said, and still not really trust them in the way that you can trust someone that you've known for five minutes. Do you know what I mean? I know. Exactly. Yeah, and then I Brene know. Brown breaks it down because what you're doing with trust, trust is choosing to make something important to you, she says, vulnerable to the actions of someone else. Someone can break trust literally within five seconds, right? Like, if, five seconds. yeah, if they don't see yeah. you for who you are, right? If they don't preserve and keep safe the things that matter to you, they can break your trust in five seconds. doesn't matter how long you've known them, right? If they don't care about what's important to you, they don't care about you. And it's like, it's so tough. What's equally important to understand is that you can change that in any moment, right? Which is, I, I don't know if you've seen any part of that conversation, but again, if we understand no, that trust is... Yeah. I, we, need to, 
I enjoy like just like the last guy talking to you and yeah. that's all. Yeah. No, it's all good. If you understand that trust is built in micro moments, you can also change that. So let's say you break someone's trust. It's never like forever. You know what I mean? We never know. We never know. It depends on people. It depends on people, 100%, but you can do something about it. And then the way that, you know, Brene Brown, I really want you to watch this back, but she gives us tools to make sure that we do build you know, with people and to understand that nothing is set in stone and to know that it's all within the choices that you make. Like you have so much power in every choice that you make along the way, which is why, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone, you can't sit back and let, you know, rely on your laurels in a way, right? It's like trust, every relationship grows, right? It's never set in stone. So like just because you've established a certain pattern for so long doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything it's like you you just not it doesn't it's not that it doesn't mean anything it's just that you have to constantly build does that make sense it's yeah, something it's, like it's a constant like a give process. and take it's yes. a process beautiful it's like, it's like a friendship a relationship whatever you need like there is like a starting point and sometimes you will trust someone quickly sometimes you will need time but in any case you need like to preserve it and you need to build it as you said constantly yeah you can't take like people for granted day, exactly day. and thank you for saying that and i love that you yeah, know God. that even at your young age you know um i love that you know that because it's not easy right like obviously we need to be forgiving with one another and um if you value long-term relationships you need to you know consistently apply yourself and apply yourself in ways that show the other person that you care about them as much as it is just, as much as you're getting something out of a relationship, because we're all selfishly involved with people for reasons, you know, that matter to us, um, you need to, in any good relationship, it's a give and take, right? And so, it's a constant building process. And if you're not building, you're, you know, you don't realize that micro moments are opportunities to either build or destroy trust. And, um, and I love that you know that, sweetheart. Thanks for helping us highlight that. Yeah. Uh, someone wrote, trust comes with respect. Yeah, I agree. Like, yes. if you want to trust someone, you need to respect each other. Because if, for example, you trust someone, but like, for example, in a relationship, but mostly in, also in friendships, if you love someone and you care about this someone and you trust this someone, if at the same time this someone, I don't know, like, despises you, it doesn't treat you well, it's like, it's going to break everything you guys have been because yes. it doesn't work. Yes, and you have to agree on a definition of respect. You know, sometimes you don't even realize that you're disrespecting someone, I think is a really important thing to point out. And especially if you don't ask. Like if someone gets really, really upset at you and says, you disrespected me, I feel so disrespected, and you don't even know what you did to do that, it's worth asking the question if you care about the person. Hey, yeah, yeah. what, what does... Is really important. What does trust mean to you? What? How do I view trust? And sometimes those things are completely different. And it's okay. You know, like, no, again, this is the, the, what matters is to understand in any relationship if your values match up with someone else's values, right? If respect means something to me, and I have a definition of it, and your definition of respect is completely different, we have different values. And it's okay to have different values, right? I mean, but there's nothing you can do about that.
Oh my goodness. Our, uh, our video here kind of stopped for a second. And um, I'm going to see if we can say goodbye and wrap up here on Instagram. My phone is also uh, about to uh, <laughs> die, which is not good. Hopefully we have, uh, there we go. That's, that's all good and dandy. We are going live one more time. Oh, dear God. Why is this? Uh, oh. What did I do here, friends? What did I do? There we are. Okay, nothing. Oh, God. Sometimes I press buttons, and I don't know why. I don't know how it happens. Uh, but, uh, but we just got cut off there, and we were having one of the most beautiful conversations. Um that sort of led to values. We were just starting to talk about uh, values in and of themselves and uh, the importance of that. Here, my beautiful Joanna. Let's see if we can add Joanna back to the conversation and wrap this up. I cannot believe we've been talking about this for two hours, guys. I'm so sorry about that. Literally, they didn't give me a heads up, you know, when the video was going to cut out. I can't believe we've been yapping for about two hours now. This is, we're, we're coming into our third. No! My connection. No, no, I failed my connection because I was sending someone a message. I was answering someone, and the message didn't work, so I thought it was my fault. No, no, definitely not your phone. Oh, okay. My phone is about to die, and we've literally entered our third hour of conversation, so that's <laughs> oh remarkable. God, sorry. <laughs> no, that just tells you so much about, and I love this, how, uh, what a great conversation we've been having today, and I think it's so important that we continue it, right? So I'm incredibly thankful that you guys are still here for the people that are still here after so much time uh, but also I think we were starting to have a really beautiful conversation about values and a valuable conversation about values so I'm sorry it cut you off Angel what were you about to say do you remember uh, oh yes I, I was saying I mean I think you know it because I got to know you at that time it was like a year ago like in September last year so like almost a year ago when I lost my best friend, so it's been a year, and my brain is always working like the whole day. So my brain has been working for, for like a year about it, and I just realized it's like my ex best friend and I didn't have like the same definition of friendships, trust, and that's why in the end it didn't work. Because right. I mean, even if it didn't work, I mean, like even if it didn't work with anyone else, it's fine. But in that case, it didn't work. And it couldn't work because it was like two different and this person was blaming me for having a different definition of friendship oh. <laughs> I'm sorry like it's not my fault like you have your values and I will have mine hi Vinci Crown girl you're I'm amazing <laughs> and like I'm sorry but like you cannot treat me like this if my like my definition is not gonna be the same and it's not my fault so if the friendship didn't work I don't know if it's my fault or if it's yours, but just don't blame me for that because, like, you will have your values. You were born in Spain, I was born in France, so we got, like, a different education, and I don't know. Sweetheart, do you know what this speaks to me? Do you know what this speaks to me? So, one of the seven breakdowns of trust uh, is called uh, non-judgment, um, and... I think that what's amazing in the way that Brene Brown breaks down the elements of trust is that when you when you should feel safe, so this is what non-judgment means, I can fall apart, ask for help, and be in struggle without being judged by you. You can do the same without being judged by me. And 
fostering this attitude helps you understand that in any relationship there should be no blame and the smart thing that you did is understand that her blaming you was not okay because there's no point there's nothing to blame if our values are different they're just different that's not going to change unless I want that to change or you want that to change and because our values are things that have been with us like they are fundamentals of who we are chances are they're not going to change there's not going to be much change there at all right so there's no point in blaming anyone and the fact that no you point. are mature enough to know that and and understanding is why anyone should trust you do you know what I mean as a friend because yeah, you don't blame people who blame others don't understand that they have a part in everything that they do in life you know um, and there's you know there's no point to blame anything because when you own up to and this is another thing that Brene Brown encourages us to do take accountability and be reliable own up apologize for your mistakes make amends you know um, be who you are own who you are and your own values and you won't have a problem right and everyone else is allowed to be who they are and have their own values no point in blaming and I think you're amazing for helping us highlight that now I'm gonna shut up go <laughs> thank you but I think like like that's like the topic of value is something like I think so many people forget about it it's like the, when we talked about communication like you would have your own definition of this and I would have my own definition of this that's why it's very important to communicate yes. in that case either in a friendship or with a couple things will be better and it's weird because today my sister like my adopted sister from France called me because I met her last week and she was about to break up she had been a, like in a relationship for seven years but it was been very bad and she was like I think I'm gonna break up but we're gonna talk about it and she told me today so she called me today because we're meeting on Tuesday but she, at her birthday, so she didn't want to talk about it at her birthday. So she told me, well, we talked a lot, and in the end, it's like we trust each other, and we got to communicate a lot. We expressed our feelings, our with our feelings, and in the end, they decided to keep going together as a couple. Wow! And because in the end, uh, when we talk about like values, it's like the guy. I'm not gonna say it. But these people's private life because of course none of us it doesn't matter as an example it's like yes has like I mean I don't really know much about it because what like you had like a difficult past and my sister comes from another world of life mm -hmm. which means they're different from different barriers and educations yes and the fact they got to talk about it just made everything better and they didn't break up Yes, and it's respect. It's finding common ground. And when you, yes. when you, when you identify that you have differences, the only way to stay together is to see if there is a way for both of us to grow within our values. Right. So it doesn't. It's not always a deal breaker when you have different values. Right. That's that's what it is. If you can find common ground, if your intention is to find common ground because of love, if you want to grow as a person, but. The thing that a lot of people do, unfortunately, when they don't function from non-judgment is they expect someone to change for them, right? 
to change according to their values. And that's the problem because you're not really talking, communicating, finding common ground. You're just blaming someone for being different right. and then using that difference as an excuse to break up, right? So I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think it's so wonderful that they were able to talk it out. And when you love someone, love is such a powerful emotion. Love is such an incredible motivator, you know? Yeah, and we have been together like for seven years. I don't even remember. It was like maybe 15, even before I think, because like the work haven't came back together. And I think like they met, I was maybe like 13 years old and I'm almost 23. So <laughs> it was like 10 years ago. So I don't know. How but, amazing. Yeah. Oh, Bay318 says, I know how it feels. I've been through that thing too, but it didn't go well. But it's about friendship. Yes, my angel. And you know what? Yeah, and the other thing too is like learning to have the maturity to, let, to be able to let that go. Like you have to understand that at the core, everyone is different, right? And truthfully, based on who we are, we either want to invest ourselves in relationships for a very specific reason and usually... You know, even if certain values don't align, maybe a lot of other ones do. Or we don't. And it's okay. We just, with love, let those people be who they are and respect that as well. You know, like no one ever has to change in any way or any shape. Everything is just a choice based on your own judgment of what feels good. Look at this. Bay318 says, I found good people after too, so I'm still blessed. Yes, Angel. Yes, you are. You know, and the thing is, we're all blessed. Truly, we're blessed because holding a gun to someone's head to be in your life never feels good. And you should always, always invest yourself in things that feel good. Relationships are meant to elevate you. And communicative relationships always elevate you, even if you have differences. If you can communicate those differences and find common ground, you'll be happier. You'll be happy even if you're different. Even in your differences, you'll be happy. You'll be like, oh, that's just her. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I also believe that sometimes, maybe not in my, in my case, but it depends on people. I remember having a friend, like a friend, a classmate from university when I still was in France, and she was dating a guy from Argentina, but living in Spain. Mm -hmm. So they could meet, like, just like fly from France to Spain and meet. And she was telling me they were totally different, but in the end, like, their differences made, made them, like, completing each other. And some kind of case, it works. Yes, yes, how wonderful. It's like sometimes you can find complementary relationships, right? Where it's like, ah, we are so opposites, but your strengths can, you know, sort of like be my weaknesses in a way. And my weaknesses are your strengths. And then combined, if we learn how to appreciate those, we can work together, learn from each other, and grow and expand together, right? Uh, so differences in values are not always deal breakers. The problem is, I find, again, differences among people are not deal breakers. Differences in values, in a sense, um, it can be very hard because you can't force anyone to do anything. So if you're already different, if that other person doesn't want to work with you and doesn't want to build trust, and trust is what we're talking about today, right? And like I said, it's those micro moments, those things that, you know, matter so much, whether you build or you destroy in those micro moments, um, shoot, my phone has 10% battery right now. That's hilarious. Um, if you don't care about building with that person, you know, then unfortunately it just might be too hard to work out. That's all. And, you know. So we need to give up on it. Sometimes it happens. 
Sometimes it happens, sometimes it but doesn't. I do believe like, you know, but I do believe like in the end, like every friendship, relationships and trust thing we have is like, like some kind of lesson because when I lost my ex-best friend, I don't know what happened, but it also made me change a lot and I'm not like the same person anymore when it comes to friendship. And maybe I don't care about people as much as I did, but it's like self-protection. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not expecting too much from people. So when they give me something, I'm surprised. And I'm like, okay. And if they don't give me anything, well, I'm indifferent. Love I'm not like, I don't like before, because before I was like, well, if my ex-best friend doesn't give a shit about me, it's going to be like all fun. And now I'm like, well... When it's my best friend, I'm not indifferent, but when it, it comes to friends, I'm like, well, it's fine. Like, whenever they want to talk to me, whenever they want to help me, they will. And if they don't want, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and you know what, honestly, I think that that's such a healthy uh, realization to have. That, you know, um, I think that you're going to continue to grow in this and you're going to continue to figure things out, which is amazing. That's the best thing about life is, you know, you learn to surround yourself with people that feed your soul and that teach you new things about yourself all the time. But what is wonderful to hear is that you have found a place of flexibility by the sound of it in your expectation. You know, sometimes our expectations of others, which we don't have control over anyway, can be very rigid our expectations of life. So just learning how to flow with things is is amazing. It's an amazing lesson in resilience so that we can bounce back further from disappointments or differences in other people, you know? And that's such a valuable lesson in and of itself. So who knows what other lessons you're going to learn from the next wave of people that are going to come in your life. But for now, I think it's so valuable to have this flexibility in your own thinking. You know? Yeah. And I love I that. Do believe, and I also do believe... Oh, I forgot what I wanted to say. Wait. No, I forgot. It's okay. It's all good. See, the <laughs> flexibility. Look at the flexibility you're exhibiting right now. <laughs> no. Uh, I was like, oh yes, I know, like, the most important is when it comes to friendship relationships, it's just like, I think the most, like, the healthiest way to go through it is like to let time decide, like, time is going to decide what's going to happen if, like, the relationship is going to happen or if it's going to break up and if the friendship is going to remain alive, if, like, the friendship is going to be for a lifetime or only like some kind of friendship for a few months because it really depends and one day you say it in the lives that we had some kinds of friendships for a lifetime and sometimes just for a few years I got some friends for a few years and now we're not friends anymore and I'm like well I would give you I mean the only thing I'm expecting from people in that case if to be loyal to me because if for example I come to tell them a secret, something very important about my life and then we're not best friends or we're not friends anymore, I don't want them to tell the, the world everything. It's right. like my ex-best friend told me a secret, like no one 
knows. And we're not friends anymore, and I honestly hate her. Like, I think I'm gonna meet her next month because we have a common birthday, and I'm not really happy about it, but anyway. Oh no. Oh! And, oh, and, uh, and if I came to tell everyone the secret, I think it would destroy her family. And I could do it because after what she did to me, but I'm not an asshole, and I'm just going to shut up. Okay. I think good. it's like respect. It's respect. So I think more than anything, what I admire about what you just said is um, this idea of leading by example and that even when other people wrong us, we still discover what's important to us. And what I admire about you is that you respect people first and foremost. You respect the relationships and the trust that you build in your relationships. And you don't. You trust other people's story. If you look back on this, a true trusting relationship, the V engraving is vault, which means that I respect my story and I respect someone else's story. And the fact that you have integrity enough to know that about yourself, you respect yourself, not just her story and not just her truth, but you respect yourself by not hurting her the way she hurt you. And that is something that is inspiring. It's something to admire. And it's something to aspire to do for all of us. So thank you for sharing that, my beautiful. You're welcome. I love you. My phone is literally going to die right now. But you know what the best part is? This is the best way to end this broadcast because you lead by example. And that's all. That's the best way to build. I'm going to cry. Well, I love you. I hope you um, you know how awesome you are. And I hope how how much how helpful it is for people to hear things like this. And how Thank good you. it is to lead by example. Mwah! I love you, sweetheart. Have an amazing Sunday. See you again. See you. Bye-bye. Bye, love. Angels, thank you so much for joining this incredibly extended conversation. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And if you get a chance to look back on this broadcast, please do. Because I think it's so valuable, all of the things that we talked about. And I promise you, we're going to continue having wonderful conversations like this and breaking things down and taking away essentials from it. So I appreciate you more than you know. I hope you have an incredible Sunday. And happy Soul Sunday, beauties. Mwah! See you again. To find us on all socials, we are at PetMag, at P-E-P-M-A-G, and of course, Anne Pervu, at A-N-N-P-I-R-V-U, on all social, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the best!